0: Come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that magical five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, Game Source. The great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out what Ox1947 is doing today at LakersBall.com. Of course, our Lakers live watch parties each and every game out, each and every time out at Playback.tv slash LakersFastBreak. Of course, the great guys at LakerHolics.com. Go ahead and check out the number one Lakers blogger and not a very happy man right now. That is Laker Tom plus Jamie Sweet right there for you at LakerHolics.com plus our good friends at the HoopHeads Podcast Network. And... If you really like what we do, we would truly appreciate wherever you're watching this, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on Twitch, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on YouTube, please subscribe or follow us today at the Lakers Fast Break. And if you do, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, the Lakers, unfortunately, coming in, riding a hot streak, riding a great weekend, looking like all the momentum was going their way until just before game time, when Anthony Davis, one of the hottest players on the planet, the guy who's been the NBA's player of the week, and one of the guys that's really done so well that has thrust himself into the MVP conversation, unfortunately, did not feel so good. Started getting a fever before the game, suffering from some flu-like symptoms, and still tried to make a go out of it, but unfortunately, his go of it, Didn't work out so well because he left early in the first quarter after scoring only one point and unfortunately did not return, leaving LeBron and the Lakers to try to go ahead and do what they can to climb that uphill battle against the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. And LeBron, even though he had a valiant effort with his great play, 21 points, 17 rebounds, only three turnovers, but four assists as well. But the Lakers, unfortunately, could not follow it up. Even a great season-busting performance, breaking out from Thomas Bryant, 19 points, 9 rebounds. But too much, too much, absolutely too much spider Donovan Mitchell. I know Paul, our Utah fan, has told us about the ISOs and the things that Donovan Mitchell does that really wore out his welcome in Utah. But whatever he was doing today was really very well-placed, very well-timed because even though the – The team as a whole in Cleveland only shot 25% from three. It was just enough because Mitchell took over in the second half, took over in the second quarter, and took over in the fourth quarter as he scored 43 points tonight, helped out by Darius Garland with 21 and Jared Allen with 24. And unfortunately, the Lakers fall. It's just, you know, they tried to make a go of it, hustled, Really tried hard. The effort was there for most part, outside of one play by Austin Reeves where he gave up on the ball that led to a Donovan Mitchell layup. But otherwise, in the fourth quarter, they were fighting hard, but just too much Donovan Mitchell as they pulled away from the Los Angeles Lakers, 116 to 102. The Lakers, unfortunately, they fall to 10 and 13. The Cleveland Cavaliers, they're fifth, they're now 16 and 9. I mean, this is a setback, but again, Anthony Davis, out of the game. Got to go ahead and put things in perspective. We're just hoping he can feel healthy enough for tonight, tomorrow's game against Toronto. And here today to talk about today's game, good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at LakersBall.com. as Ox1947. Plus, if you want your lawn transformed into something much more magical than it is right now, and you live in the Southern California area, please go ahead and check out SimBlade's at Symblades with a Y.com. It is Joe Soro. Joe, great, glad to have you here. Uh, for the most part, the effort was outstanding for the first three quarters, and the will of the Lakers, the sheer will, kept them into the game. But halfway through the fourth quarter, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the lack of the depth that the Lakers have, and too much Donovan Mitchell proved to be too much tonight.
1: Yeah, they – they were dominated in the paint, first half, and then it became a guard game in the second half. Donovan Mitchell's ISO game is great in the regular season. Kind of reminds me of Jason, uh, James Harden. Um, he, I'm sure, you know, Paul from Utah couldn't attest to this. Uh, that stuff typically doesn't work as well in the playoffs, but it works in a game like this where, there's not really any guards that can guard anybody on our team uh, with any regularity, and the bigs can't really protect the paint because they're not athletically versed for that. LeBron did his best. Uh, Reeves did his best. It's just it – was, it, was, it was surprising they lasted as long as they did because I felt like every time you saw a 7-8-point lead by Cleveland, I'd kind of look away and then all of a sudden the lakers tie it up or go up by one and i'm like wow okay but a little bit of me just kept saying this is going to be an ending that we don't want yeah i was in and out of the game from a soundbite standpoint because i you know sin blades is a legitimate business and it's it's always there for me so i'm up, i have to I have to be on call for things even late at night especially right now when it gets dark at night it doesn't mean it's business stops uh, so with that, I, I didn't get a chance to really know until I think it was the late, late in the third what happened to AD. I know that AD had a questionable mark at the beginning of the game for his back. Uh-huh. So when I saw that, I thought maybe something tweaked in his back. And then when I was on Lakers ball, before I got on to playback, uh, someone had mentioned it was the flu. And I, I felt a little sense of relief. So I'm going to look at this as a split that was already kind of determined by our prediction. We win tomorrow. That kind of sets everything the way it's supposed to. And then hopefully on Friday we can make up for this loss and then hopefully beat Detroit in Detroit and then go and get ready for the Celtics on Tuesday. That's kind of how I'm looking at this. Uh, This uh, Pat Bev thing is getting worse. though. That's one
0: thing I wanted to talk to you about when it comes to the Lakers. Yeah. When it comes to Pat Bev, I've mentioned this was the role that you envision Pat Bev taking. Fourth quarter, you know the ball's going to Mitchell quite a bit. Pat Bev is supposed to be that pit bull on defense to at least stop him at least on one, two, three, maybe give you more stops than what you would normally get. But the problem is he's been such a liability even today on offense and his play all season. Darvin Ham had absolutely no confidence in him and decided not to put him back into the game.
1: I didn't know he was going to play this bad. I I didn't I I thought he was done, but I didn't know he was burnt. <laughs> and it's if you're not going to get any at least one open shot a game, I mean it just it just feels like this guy can't do anything. Yeah. And you're asking a 34 year old, seasoned vet to to guard elite 23, 24 year olds. That's not that's not being very realistic. Uh, I I you all know how I feel about Bev. Uh, you at the beginning of the season, I thought the standing up to Reeves changed a little bit of my perception of him. Uh, not not so much in terms of like who he is. I'm sure he's a nice guy off the court for whatever you know. I'm sure he's fine there, but I just thought he talked too much before he became a Laker. He hasn't really been talking a lot as a Laker, and I thought him standing up for his teammate and taking a three-game suspension uh, was just, just you know, I thought that that that's that that used to happen, and then you weren't punished for it. And I just thought, you know, it's it's nice that he got you know he took his money and gave it to the NBA and. For someone else, and I thought I thought I thought that was extremely honorable. Unfortunately, the the basketball part of this is not going to work, and there's going to need to be something done here. <laughs> there is enough uh, money there to to do something here in some capacity. If you can't get what you want, at least get someone that can provide something here, because it's getting it's getting really bad. I mean, you, you might as well cut them at this point if you're not going to trade them. It's not he's not doing anything of any production on offense and he's not really doing anything on defense either. And, you know, you would hope that you could have, he could have at least been a, a nuisance to, to, to Donovan tonight, Donovan Mitchell, but we didn't have that either. It's just, it's just not, it's not working out.
0: No, it's not working out at all. It's just something that, again, you know, you brought him in, hopefully he was going to be able to provide some of that for you and the best defense he played was against the center today down low where he had, we got caught on a switch and he actually prevented uh, one of the, I think it was Allen from being able to score underneath. <laughs> That's your six one supposed defensive stopper, your defensive wing. That doesn't bode well for you because you're not going to be able to count on him being able to guard a seven footer each and every time out. He needs to be the guy that does go ahead. The reputation for what he used to be able to do as far as on the defensive end was supposed to be something that the Lakers could possibly count on, but it, it's clear. It's clear he's beyond what we thought he would be. You, you said you didn't like the trade from the get-go. I was hoping that maybe we could get something, but his his play looked like it was already declining. Even in Minnesota, he became much more of a distributor than a good shooter. He lost that stroke, and it looks like he's lost a lot of his defensive edge as well.
1: There's no depth. There's no size, at least size of substance on a regular 48-minute basis. And we have no margin of error as the team is currently constructed. But they did play better than I thought they would without AD. They have built some chemistry. They've built enough cohesiveness from a basketball standpoint as professionals to at least, you know, they, they stayed with them for three and a half quarters. And they, this is one of those games where you're not looking at it from a standpoint of, are these, do these guys care? Which we were doing a lot of that. We were doing a lot of that for, for a month for months before the summer. Did these guys really care? Did these guys really uh, want to do this? This was not one of those games. Something has changed. This is was purely a team that was incapable of matching talent for talent. And that's it. They could yeah. not match the talent. They tried. They did everything they could. Uh, I would have, liked to, would, would have liked to have seen more shots made when they were open. I think that might have given them a shot. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they start missing those open threes, and they were really open too, yeah. that was where it kind of – all, all, all Cleveland needed to do was get a couple of spurts towards the end there, and usually when there's a spurt of six or seven in the fourth quarter, like it's especially halfway through the fourth, that's when you really kind of zap the energy of the other team versus if you're doing that in the beginning of the third quarter, you're still kind of you know getting yourself acclimated and then you can go you can go and and have that thought that you can come back but in the fourth once once they kind of got a little gassed too LeBron looked a little gassed. Maybe he's saving himself a little bit for tomorrow, but it wasn't, it was, you know, unfortunately it was, it's just, it just wasn't meant to be.
0: Well, Z mentioned as well, just, you know, with the guards that were matching up against Mitchell, I ask for more double teams when Cleveland is only shooting 25% for three. I'm going to go ahead and say, you know what? I dare you to shoot the three. I'm going to double more on Mitchell, make it harder for him. He has to give it up. Garland, count on Garland if that's the case. If you want Garland to go ahead and explode for 30, go for it. I see him as as a better option for allowing him to shoot than Mitchell because this is what Mitchell really plays for. I understand that Paul, again, from from our Utah fan, has always said that the ISO could not stand the ISO, ISO, ISO by Mitchell. But today he was very effective on it. I just think the the fact that Darvin Ham could not figure out a way to go ahead and work against it. I think it was probably also a key to the game as well.
1: Take this energy and fill AD with a lot of antibiotics, NyQuil, Advil, whatever stuff that clears that flu, and let's go after the back-to-back win uh, here in Toronto. And Get the split. You get the split. You you go into Friday feeling a little bit better for you, uh, a little bit better about yourself. And if you can squeak out a win there, then you have a really good shot at having a, a, a monumental road trip here. If you win tomorrow and you lose Friday and win Sunday, it's still a great road trip, considering where they've been. But you have to win tomorrow because Philly's really difficult to beat on the road, especially with Joel Embiid. The fact that we have size that just can't compete with with a Joel Embiid, and you're not—it's going to be difficult to win that game if if, if, if you're not mentally right in it. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break.
0: Check out what's been going on with the pop culture Cosmo show and the PCC multiverse my last movie that i saw in the theaters was the last skywalker i know condolences to me wow man i I just had talked about that and i completely forgot that i saw that movie yes great things about it i suppose that's the pop culture cosmo show and the pcc multiverse Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Insights Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Insights Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It's Joe Sorrow and Gerald Glassford right here for you. The Lakers do go ahead, unfortunately, could not stay with the Cleveland Cavaliers as the Cavs. Beat the Lakers 116 and 102. I do want to throw in a positive. Again, three quarters, like you said, three and a half quarters. They were in this game. They're actually leading this game at various times for the game. And Thomas Bryant is a name. I you know, I know he's been much maligned here. His his knee injury, obviously, he does not have the little lift the jump, the athleticism he once had when he, you know, when the Lakers first drafted him or when he was really starting to do well at Washington. But I want to give him credit where credit is due. He tried hard. He was huffing and puffing out there, giving everything he, he could give you. 19 points, 9 rebounds, a really solid effort from him. Again, he was probably outclassed athletically against Mobley and Allen, but still, he gave it everything he could.
1: Yeah, that's it. That You can tell the difference between st- players and a team that's trying to, to, to play well and trying to win versus, you know, a team that's just not capable. They weren't capable of playing the whole 48 minutes and winning the game. They had their shot, but they couldn't finish. They couldn't make those open threes. Those open threes, had they hit a couple here and there, that might have changed the momentum, might have given a little more of a boost. Maybe gave uh, LeBron a little bit more of a of a feeling of taking over at certain spots, but LeBron was pretty much non-existent in the fourth because he might have been tired, or he was trying to get everybody involved as much as he could, or save up till the end in case they were maybe a couple possessions away. And that's 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 what happens when you're almost forty. You you have to pace yourself. Uh, You don't have your MVP. Uh, but Thomas
0: Bryant really gave you an effort today.
1: It, they all did. I think they all did. I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna. Uh, that's just what happened. It's it, guys. We we're here to tell you what we saw. Mm-hmm. I try not to. I try to. Not be too critical when you don't have to be too critical. It, that's always an interpretation by someone to, to, to judge. What you really you are. can't
0: rant. You can't, really can't go. The on. The rant.
1: That. So someone could constitute something as a rant, or 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 look at it as a an observation. It's just depending on the person. I mean, we already had a a, a guest on live chat just a few minutes ago. Call me a narcissist because you introduced. Was that a my
0: compliment? Business. I think it was. Oh,
1: absolutely. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> I I I love it. I I wish I wish he hadn't left.
0: Yeah. Um, would have said thank you and I happy eat, holidays. I
1: I eat. Detractors for breakfast, uh, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, I, I don't think he thrive. was. You
0: know, I don't think he realized he wasn't. Distri- he was Well, I, I, th- I
1: thrive. I'm, I'm. You know, I'm. There's a reason why Black Kobe Bryant is a, an identifiable person. It, he thrived on the the negativity and negativity because I'm a positive guy. You know what happens when a positive meets a negative?
0: Oh, he okay. We won't trip uh, fried chicken. Uh, yeah, we sorry. know you won't trip. Yeah, not online here. And Joe, and yes, Joe is a narcissist.
1: Yes, I am. I'm as bad as they come.
0: Actually, if you know better, if you didn't know better, I could actually turn on mute right now, and he could go on the rest of the hour talking about himself.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's something I do when I'm off air all the time. I just look yeah. in the mirror and just I'm like Nick Saban. Like I always would ask. I have a family members who, or I should say, a family members significant other who's a big Alabama fan and when we whenever I uh, we had a I think it was Thanksgiving or last year I said hey do you and he you know he's one of the best guys to talk anything with he's like the ultimate guy so I asked him I said hey uh his name is Matt I go hey Matt uh do you do you think Nick Saban gets up in the morning looks in the mirror and goes I'm Nick F. and Saban and he just started busting up laughing and I, I, that's, I just, it, it just came to my head. Maybe it's something I, I, I would do, but that's only to aggravate.
0: He's Joe F. and Soro.
1: Yeah, that's that's only to aggravate. I mean, you can choose to, you can choose to believe what you want. It doesn't really affect me. As a matter of fact, just to lessen the, the, the BS, I just, I just tell anyone who who has a problem is, look, if whatever you think I am, you're probably right.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so enjoy, enjoy it. <laughs>
0: Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Uh, Fried Chicken says he enjoys the show, though, so we truly appreciate you enjoying the show. This is the Lakers fast break. Uh, uh, Z says, uh, Zangerstein says, Joe is a businessman. Most businessmen need some semblance of narcissism, so there you go. All right. You've got approval from our, from our audience. Well, Zanger's
1: always going to support us here. So I appreciate yeah. that Zanger. outstanding
0: part of our community. The We're... best Lakers chat room that's out there is none other than the Lakers fast break, but Joe getting back to the game, you know, when you see the Lakers give this kind of effort and are you worried that they're not going to take that effort into Toronto on a back-to-back? Cause that concerns me greatly. Oh no, not
1: at all. Uh, they've been playing well for two weeks. Uh, There's a, there is a chemistry that's been built here. Uh, There's, there's just not enough talent to battle a Garland, a Donovan Mitchell, a uh, Jared Allen, Mobley. These guys are thoroughbreds. (laughs) The fact that they were able to kind of keep Garland the way he was. And I think that's what we lost out on this. You know, you got to pick and choose. You got to pick your poison. And they, they, they actually did their homework. If you think about it, Going back to what we were talking about with Utah and how Paul probably had had told us about how one of the reasons why Donovan Mitchell had been, you know, had been annexed from there was his ISO mentality, his ISO ball. Well, Darvin Ham picked his poison and said, I'd rather have Donovan Mitchell play the ISO game and, and bet that maybe he'd not play well or miss shots versus someone like Garland, who I think is a little bit more controlled and has a more versatile game. That's probably what happened. I mean, if I had if I had to go back and see the tape, I I, I might think otherwise. But based off what I was seeing uh, in li- live, I I, I think Darv- I think Darvin Ham's plan was to try and set up the the defense to hope that Donovan Mitchell would be the guy that would play like Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs.
0: What You're about not... Troy Brown Jr? Troy Brown could have been an option to play against Mitchell. Would he, would I don't know. He... I don't
1: know what the deal is with Troy Brown Jr. I haven't discussed this. I haven't discussed this. Uh, we you haven't, haven't mentioned this. it much. Yeah. I don't much I don't I haven't mentioned much, but I, I he puzzles me. This is a guy with some size, has some athleticism, can, you know, he can shoot, but for some reason he's this he doesn't no put it all together. Con- yeah, there's no consistency there. There's no and you look at how the rotation is, and you're, you know, this guy starts, right? And then all of a sudden, you don't see him for a while. I don't know if his focus is off. You don't really hear anything about him. You don't hear anything out of out of, out of the out of the media about him. You don't hear anything out of practice about him. You, you don't. I don't even know how he sounds. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. That might be something we need to look into to see what what's going on there, because you would think that a team that's lacking uh, size and someone who's got length size and ability to do some things. I don't know why that he's not used more. I don't know. Maybe he, after a couple of, you know, bad plays, maybe he gets down on himself and, 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 you know, Darvin Ham has to kind of, you know, pick his spots with him.
0: Well, when it comes to what he did tonight, I mean, there were times where he actually was effective. He actually hit a three uh, on, you know, rebounded a little bit, plus seven overall for the game. Positive things seem to happen when he came to the game. To, like you said, only 20 minutes just tells me that, you know, either he or the team does not have 100% confidence in what he's doing.
1: That's it. I mean, it's, 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 you, you, if he, if he was doing what we, what we were hoping he would do uh-huh. uh, I'm, I'm sure he'd be playing more. He's a young guy. So there must be something there that's not mentally clicking uh-huh. and they're trying to get as much as they can, you know, with them out there. I, one thing I,
0: I did want to ask you though, is, uh, well, actually a couple last things and then we'll go ahead and talk about Toronto before we head on out. Once again, it's the Lakers unfortunately falling victim to the Cleveland Cavaliers with a poor last half of the fourth quarter, 116 to 102. Austin Reeves. I was very critical for him for a great portion of the game. Uh, there was one play in particular where he just looked awful and making a turnover then the ball started heading back on the other side of the court and didn't make an effort or enough of an effort to retrieve the ball got outworked and out hustled by Donovan Mitchell who went in for a layup really made him look bad. He did try to make it up with a three point play not too soon after, but overall he just looked bad on both ends of the floor. In fact, he got beaten several times by Donovan Mitchell today. Austin Reeves is a kid that a lot of people have been high on for for a while now and the hopes is that he becomes caruso 2.0 or or you know whatever it is that you guys want to make him out to be but you know a guy who's supposed to be leading the team as far as his percentage 37 percent from three unfortunately didn't get it done today on both ends of the floor these are the type of games that have me a little hesitant on saying that he could be a rotation player on any team in the league Is he going to be, uh, hopefully, a rotation player in the league for a good team as opposed to just being one for a team that's under five hundred?
1: Athletically, it's unfair to say that he struggled against a team with massive amounts of athleticism. Uh, Reeves is not overly athletic, and when you're trying to play against these guys who are, again, thoroughbreds, it's, it's it's hard to criticize him for that. As far as him being the, the next Caruso, well, he'll never be as good as Caruso on defense, from my assessment. But he can be a better offensive player. Uh, as far as a consistent rotation player, absolutely. If he continues to work hard the next two, three years, oh yeah, he could be a 7'8 guy on a really, really good team. A starter in spurts if somebody's injured, sure. But Austin Reeves is a seven eight guy, that could play at that position for the next 10 years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He could get better if he goes into Mamba mode and really, really works hard for the next 10 years and maybe go up to being a six man. And that's really his ceiling. That would be his ceiling to be a great six man.
0: Because I know he, he has issues against any of the above average. It's, it's, you know, uh,
1: he, he's got great fundamentals. So that allows him to dribble through traffic. More than I thought he would be able to, I think that's that's something that he might have worked on this off season, because I it's a drastic difference. It's still a second season too, and this is a guy that wasn't drafted. So, you know, what do you what do you really expect from a non drafted player who who first of all, one of the things that I remember you know seeing last year was Russell Westbrook wasn't accommodating or complimentary of anything or anyone last year, except Austin Reeves. So. Those little things can kind of tell you a little bit about people, right? He was a he played. I had a he had a very good rookie year, despite the team's performance. And then this year, I can say he's considerably better. Mm-hmm. And 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 he 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 has a chance to get better the next three, the next uh, in his third year, fourth year, fifth year. Um, but he you cannot expect him to be a starter. He is not a starter material on a winning team he is a seventh eighth guy that could come in and play 15 to 20 minutes maybe 25 minutes and that's where I think his best attributes would be enhanced if that's not the case you're not you're gonna be disappointed you're not gonna get you 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 can't expect this guy to be you know the next the, the the small forward for the Lakers in the future. That's not fair. He's, he's he doesn't have that kind of skill set. We we made this mistake with Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma was supposed to be the next Laker star, right? To some degree, He had a great rookie year. He has the look. You know, you got a six ten, uh, good 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 size. Can play defense. Got really good in twenty twenty during the the title run.
0: Because he was at first really really bad.
1: Right. So he improved there. The problem is he, he never – in order for him to be what I was hoping he would be, his ceiling to me after the first few years, and then, of course, 2020 when his defense got better, was I thought, hey, if this guy really worked on his game and really wanted to be great, he would never be great, great, like a Hall of Famer, but maybe he could be a Richard Lewis. That might have been his ceiling because of his size. I mean, a 6'10 well, you see guy-
0: in Washington he's a valuable piece of their core – still not shooting great from the outside. And that's the is, problem, G. He's rebounding is, tremendously well. That's
1: that's the problem. The problem is we're in a league now where a 6'10 guy who can sh- who who has good form, who can shoot, he has to make more shots for him to be relevant. More rebounds, sure, that helps, but he's never going to, you know, it's not it, he, that's not what this league's about really. I you got to leave the rebounds to guys like Gobert and AD and those types, and even Gobert, as, as good as he's been on defense as a rebounder and a block, shot blocker, what has that really done for them? What has that done for Utah when it matters? It's not. It doesn't it doesn't really do anything. It only matters if it's, if if you're like an AD where you can also guard guards and forwards and also drop forty four on people. You got to be able to do both. Kuzma Reeves. These types, these guys are role players for a reason. They're not consistent players, game in and game out. They're not stars. Guys like Schroeder, guys like who else? Uh, Thomas Ryan, Bryant. Yeah. Uh, Thomas you know Bryant. these guys. You know Thomas Bryant was what eight for twelve tonight. Yeah. Nineteen
0: points, nine rebounds. Yeah. He,
1: he. These guys are not going to be your your staples, guys. These these guys are supposed to be coming off the bench. And, well,
0: but Kuzma's averaging twenty points though for Washington. I know they don't have many options in Washington, but at least that's a good season. Pressure is not there.
1: Kuzma could have done himself a huge favor. He I think he'd still be a Laker if he was hitting shots. And this is this is the amazing part about this. If Kuzma was hitting his open shots during that 2020 run, they might have they might have not lost a playoff game in the West. They might have swept everyone. That's that's the difference. He missed way too many shots. And when people saw him wearing the the gear after they won the title, they're like, "Why is why is he all happy? Why is he?" Because you know, we remember during that that run, he was not hitting open shots. He did play good defense, which you know, sometimes that's just how it go, how it goes. But missing shots in this league at this moment right now it seemed to be a priority for everyone, and it also has to matter in terms of what you're doing when you make those shots. If you're gonna score twenty points or twenty five points and your team isn't that good, it's not going to really mean anything because there's no pressure to score 20 points in in Washington.
0: Last player I want to touch on is Russell Westbrook. Uh, At times, he looked really effective when he was going to the hole. Other times, uh, you know, again, like at the end of the second quarter, just before the half, there was a stretch where LeBron was out of the game and he was trying to take over as far as uh, for the Lakers on the offensive end. It was just – Really one debacle after another, and the Lakers unfortunately fell behind. But overall, again, when it comes to stretches, good Russ, bad Russ, we got a little bit of each, 16 points. Like Austin Reeves, who was a minus 20, he was also a minus on the plus-minus scale. Uh, Russell Westbrook was minus 13. Overall, assess your performance on Russell Westbrook for tonight. I...
1: He kind of made some Russell-esque decision-making at the end, but it was it was already over at that point.
0: Yeah, I mean, they just ran out of gas. I have a feeling they just ran out of gas. Half the, the, the,
1: the, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to say this, though. Uh, this arguing with the refs while the other team has got all five players on the other side of the court, mind you, this is your $47 million a year player, and you got LeBron James, your two leaders that are doing this. You're setting a bad precedent. I understand I understand that you're frustrated, but when you are yapping to the refs while the other team is going down the thing, if you want to yap at the ref, wait till the, the, wait till the timeout or wait till the game isn't still going on. That needs to stop that. And that starts with LeBron James. Stop arguing with the ref. If you're going to cost your team, you know, a five on five run here and you let them go five on four, that, that needs to stop that, that, It's just
0: actually ended up being five on two or five on three. I I think
1: think one of them was five on one towards the end there. I just, all I saw was five black jerseys and one guy under the rim. This is, this is, this is what, I don't even know if rookies do this kind of crap. This is, this is a sad commentary at this point. You have the two most veteran players on the court. Hall of Famers, right? Who acting like guys that are playing in the, in the YMCA league. I don't even think they do that, dude. Get back on defense, man. Argue later. Stop arguing with the ref.
0: It costs you. I mean, like the play that Austin Reeves gave up on. You got the play, like you said, that LeBron James and Russell Westbrook gave up on. That's four points right there. That's four points, and also momentum that's gained by Cleveland in the process.
1: I am. I, um, I, I'm. It's. What is it? Uh, do your job. Isn't that what Bill Belichick says?
0: Yeah. They're not going to call it after the fact. All they're going to do is call a T on you.
1: Do your job. Your job is to put the ball in the hole and then get back on defense when you don't or do. Stop arguing with the refs while the game's going on. And this is the part where because these guys are divas and these guys are making 20 times the money that, that the coach is making, how, how, how are these guys going to listen to anyone well, except for the them?
0: lakers you know there's really only like four or five players that actually make more than the coach because <laughs> the lakers well, have so many minimum contracts well
1: two of the guys that are doing the, the majority of these bad decisions uh, I, are, know, I know are are the hall of first battle hall of fame guys
0: i was just putting so what kind of
1: precedent is that did you counties. did you ever see tim duncan arguing with a ref while the team was going down the thing, I guarantee you if he had done uh, I that. I don't
0: know about that. He's Greg Popovich,
1: Greg. true. I, I'm not saying he didn't whine, but I never saw Tim Duncan do that while the game was going on. And if he did, Popovich would tear a new, you know what, out of him.
0: John, I uh, wanted to tell you in the chat, AD went out, left early in the game with flu-like symptoms. He was experiencing fever already before the game started. Still tried to get it out, but as you can see, one point, and he left early in the first quarter, he did leave with flu-like symptoms. It was not injury-related, so I do want to make sure that everybody knows that. I'm hoping, like jo- like Joe says, with some day quill, some night quill, and some whatever quill that he's going to be able to take, hopefully he'll be back for the back-to-back tomorrow night in Toronto, which we'll be a part of. Don't forget, we've got – Of course, playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. Join us for our live Lakers watch party. Laker Tom was there, Nick Medina, and also Nick Wong. So it was Laker Tom and the Knicks. Sounds like a, almost like a rock band or something that was there with me and Joe right there for you. Had a great time watching with the guys. Unfortunately, it still didn't mean for a win, but still very great uh, amount of chat that was there. So hopefully you'll join us for that. And then after the game, of course, we'll be right here for you at the Lakers fast break. But Joe, before we head on out, I wanted to ask you, back-to-back tomorrow night in Toronto. Toronto, a very athletic team, a team that a lot of teams come in there underestimating and they find themselves on the wrong end of the scoreboard when they do. Very athletic, a lot of wings on that team. Your thoughts on what they need to do to go ahead and pull out the victory on a back-to-back?
1: Well, they're going need they're going to need to do what they did tonight, with ad if they're gonna have if they're gonna need to match that athleticism they're gonna have to have the energy they had today they played they played hard they played hard to the end they just didn't have enough talent to beat the calves and if you have ad there you're not gonna have to worry about money, as many alley-oops and dunks in in droves because he'll be making sure that doesn't happen and then i'm sure he'll draw out a little bit more uh For the guys so that they can hit shots so if ad is there i feel like there's a really good chance they can win it if ad's not there it's not gonna look good uh john as far as a westbrook trade i'm back and forth on this i i i i don't know other than i guess if it's the right deal you gotta do it but i don't know i don't know
0: i'm leaning towards what laker tom says because if you keep him throughout the rest of the season you just you don't have as many tradable contracts going into that offseason.
1: And, and they, they have cool. a major issue. They don't do anything to it. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't not do something to bring back legitimate contracts because if you don't, you will lose $14 million. I believe it's $14 million by just leaving that contract out. And then when you let Bev and Nun go, that's even more yeah. money. So they got to figure something out. They have to trade at least two of those three guys in some capacity. All three, uh, possibly, right? If they don't, then they risk going into next season not being able to get anything really other than two maybe picks. That two guys that'll make fifteen mil, maybe sixteen million. That might be good. No, I don't know. Don't know.
0: Well, yeah, this is something we'll have to see, but it's going to be very interesting. Again, nobody should underestimate Toronto. I, I think they're not playing, I think, up to their capabilities. I thought they would be a little bit better this season, uh, but so far, right around a 500 teams. So The Lakers do have a chance, even though they'll have one day's rest, whereas the Lakers will not heading into Toronto. But you know what? Any uh, If AD is is okay if he's feeling better everybody out there in lakers land keep your fingers crossed i'm gonna try and you know do both right here yeah get, keeping all my fingers crossed right there for ad to feel better hopefully he'll be able to go ahead and, and play in this back-to-back lebron you never know with back-to-back are they going to sit him down that's also another question as well
1: Oof. If lebron sits then we're in trouble if ad's back even yeah the team can't afford to sit people. It's this is we're not in a position to sit. We're ten and thirteen right now. So if you sit LeBron, we we'll probably go ten and fourteen, and then you're you're making it much harder for yourself. Friday night, you have to win that game now, and then obviously win Sunday for you to get out of this uh, road trip with somewhat of a of a positiveness. But it's 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 tough. It's tough to it's tough to go from two games away from going to 500 then all of a sudden you're back to five yeah it I I don't and, and i I think that's why LeBron kind of scaled back towards the end there I think he felt what we all felt I'm sure he did that it's just a matter of time before Cleveland went on a run and then closed it out so he kind of saved some energy figured you know what if, if we stay close I can I can I can muster up a few minutes at the end but if not I gotta I gotta save myself for
0: tomorrow I know one of the individuals in the chat that you love oh so much, Jordan Brown, was asking who's up for free agency this year. As of now, Jordan, some of the major names that are out there are Kyrie Irving, of course, that's been too much talked about as far as the Lakers are concerned. Chris Middleton, I don't expect him to go ahead and and play anywhere else other than Milwaukee. He has a player option, and he'll opt out of it because he's going to get a bigger contract, most likely from Milwaukee. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, although we talked about him on the last show, he is struggling overall as a player. So ever since he's been traded from Orlando to Chicago, it's been a downhill slide for him. Al Horford just signed a two-year extension, so he's out of the mix. Miles Turner is another name. Again, if we don't trade for him, he's a possibility as a free agent as well. So not a, exactly a great choice out there. So unfortunately, uh, that's not a lot of options out there for so Joe, I, I understand but we still when it comes down to it the Lakers need more depth and they need it right away in order to be competitive continuously otherwise you're gonna see losses like this more and more
1: yeah and you're gonna they're gonna have to find a deal where they're gonna have to give up two first round picks yeah and it doesn't look like they want to do that. They have to give up two first round picks. The, th- the thing is who would they give what are those guys, what are those picks worth? To, it's going to have to be two deals for you to do that, and if they don't want any contracts to come back, which boggles my mind, if that's what they want to, like they don't want a contract beyond next year, that makes zero sense. What what are you doing? Like, is is if that's the case, then they're not really serious about winning. They just want to avoid a repeater tax. Then That's it.
0: And that's and that could be a problem indeed. But once again, the Lakers do fall with a i guess they just ran out of gas. It just looked like they ran out of gas. 116-102, but hopefully we can go ahead and sustain a better effort over four quarters tomorrow in Toronto. <laughs> Zanger says I think I just wanted the Lakers to have a run here because as you can see before this game they have the same losing record as the Warriors, the Jazz, etc. Yeah, as far as the number of losses, they're in right in that range, but on the flip side, I mean, they're only two games out of a play-in spot, so if they can go on another run, if they can finish this road trip strong, 4-2, and 5-1, and one, Joe, I think that sends a message out there to the league and also to the Lakers fans out there that the Lakers can go ahead and be competitive in a Western Conference.
1: Competitive, yes, but we're not here to be competitive. We're here to win championships. And when you have a you LeBron think this James, team
0: Right now is set up for a championship run. The,
1: the only way they, they get set up for a title run is they gotta take probably Westbrook, Nunn, and and Beverly, and they gotta turn those into three just dynamite role players. And they're gonna have to give up those first two picks. If they don't do that, and they're gonna have to have these guys mesh really quick, it's it's they're behind. in in, in so many ways, but they're going to have to do it now. Mm -hmm. We're not going to say it's not going to work. Look at the Celtics last year. They were playing like dog, you know what, and then something flipped and they start playing well. So we're going to have to hope that something gets done here within the next 11 days. If not, it's just not going to last. You can't expect LeBron to be LeBron of 2012. It's not going to happen. And AD, even if he's playing well, you're going to compete but there's not enough to go the title route and we're about the titles.
0: We are about the titles indeed, but again, the Lakers do have to improve their death before I think you and I are convinced that that can happen. I know Laker Tom keeps talking about it and keeps writing about it as the number one Lakers blogger at Lakerholics.com. Jamie Sweet also have some great things to say on his five things articles right there at Lakerholics.com. And you know, Joe's talking about it in the circles and the realm of lakersball.com indeed but Joe before we head on out wanted to go ahead and thank you so much for stopping by as always but you know with the Lakers coming off this high of the weekend you know where they were doing so well getting themselves a position where they're at least talked about I mentioned when we were on the live stream just earlier during the game that the Lakers or actually the regular NBA podcasts are now all of a sudden wouldn't you know popping up as far as talk about the Lakers as soon as they started winning any last thoughts before we head on out
1: last thoughts on the Lakers winning
0: uh, that or just you know funny how the uh, these all these NBA podcasts are talking about the Lakers again funny how well, that
1: is you know it's it's the NBA is always better when the Lakers are winning Lakers are the NBA the NBA is the Lakers it's I don't know I don't know if the, the NBA would, would have become what it became without the Lakers. Uh, Jordan was a bridge in the 90s. Probably didn't need the Lakers to be winning that decade, which they weren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once Jordan was gone and before Jordan, they were, you know, they they, they they he was in between two dynasties. And after that, you still had Kobe kind of tailing in a little bit. And until that, you know what? Put a wrench in the Chris Paul trade. We we probably would have been competitive in the in the tens, but we have to watch Julius Randall, D'Angelo Russell, Lonzo Ball, and these guys try to attempt to revive a Laker franchise, and they failed miserably.
0: Yeah, but of course, did win the title in 2020, and and right now we have a team where have a lot of things that we need to go ahead and shore up and work on because this unless you're having a spectacular mvp like run with ad or lebron it's really tough for us to consistently win games from where i see it unless you're unless those two guys are really on their game or one no of margin
1: two. yeah there's no margin of error
0: yeah and that's the problem
1: they can't there's no room for any kind of Oh, we can't have this guy here for two minutes or five minutes. As soon as that happens, boom, it's gone. Now they they did last a long time without AD. They they rode that. But I think that was more of a product of Cleveland not doing certain things.
0: Yeah, they uh, weren't was, hitting shots.
1: Right. But it's 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 what it is at this point. We are we are at least away from the what looked like they didn't care mode. Right now, they look like they care. Right now, they're trying to. Play as well as they can up to their capabilities and that's what you have you have players that are trying to play you know austin reeves there's only so much he can do there's just not he is not you know he's not gonna handle the ball like kyrie irving he's not gonna shoot like kyrie irving <laughs> you know someone like that you, you just can't can't expect that it's not it's not in his nature it's not as ta- he doesn't have the talent to do that yeah. so that's that's where we stand on that but you know, let's see if AD can come back tomorrow night. They win tomorrow night. There's a it, it, it goes back to what we assumed would happen, would be a split. Then you go into Philly and hope that you can steal that one there and then finish off the road trip in Detroit, and then you can go back home and, you know, attempt to try to, you know, put it together for, for the Celtics team that's
0: coming in on Tuesday. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout. But we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. But once again, it's the Lakers' fast break. The Lakers, unfortunately, ran out of gas tonight without AD playing for most of the game. He was, went out early in the first quarter with illness, but 116-102, the Cleveland Cavaliers do get the victory. The Lakers are now 10-13. and 13. Hopefully they can go ahead and right the ship and get back within two games so 500 tomorrow night at Toronto. The game starts at 4.30, so go ahead and join us for playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. And, of course, after the game, you know Joe and I are going to be here for Lakers Fast Break. Howard, thank you so much for watching. Also, as well, John, of course, putting in the zingers as always. Jordan, there you go is Jordan or John a bigger nemesis for you now uh, is it or nemesis or nemesis or nemesis
1: uh they are no they're no competition to me I just if I don't if I don't talk they're, they're not existing and somebody
0: else called you a narcissist on the show as well yeah
1: and, and, and you know it's it's fine you can call me whatever you want it, it, okay. it affects me in, in a negative let alone zero okay nothing you can say and say it as long as you want, will okay. ever affect me. You can sit, call me anything you want. And sit there and give me throw every expletive on there. Call me all these names. In the end, you don't know Jack. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even Jack.
0: Okay. Well, Zangerstein, always great to have you here. <laughs> okay, Jack. There yeah. you go. But Zangerstein, always great to have you here. You're just sensational every time out. John, Jordan... Of course, uh, the individual who called you, uh, you know, narcissist, didn't even think that they were giving you a compliment. They ended up, ended up being a compliment. That was fried chicken right there for you. But also as well, of course, Howard Hill, truly appreciate it. Everybody out there, thanks so much for watching and listening. My friend, you think we're going to take it tomorrow?
1: If AD's there, I think there's a very good shot.
0: We'll see how it happens. Blue Magic, also got to give you a shout out, my friend. Always great to have you here. Petting my cat, fourth quarter, definitely was hideous. It was terrible to watch, especially after the six-minute mark. Always great to have you here as well. It did expose our weaknesses. Blue Magic, you're exactly right on that. So I truly appreciate everyone sharing their thoughts in the world's best Lakers chat room right here at the Lakers Fast Break, even though Fried Chicken does call Joe a narcissist. Stop throwing compliments at him. Stop throwing flowers at Joe like that. Please. Please. That just feeds the ego even more see the head is swelling right before your eyes over there see i don't know how he keeps that that headphone on i'm surprised it's just not like snapping in half
1: that's yeah, you know it's, maybe it's the air
0: <laughs> see what got a good I mean? fade going So stop it stop throwing the compliments at joe it you know what a
1: narcissist fun. is by the way
0: i'm looking at one
1: you know what a narcissist does right
0: it's not you know, Wait, if you brought it up on Wikipedia, is, does your picture come up?
1: I don't know. Does it? John? Go ahead and look it up. <laughs> the, well, is- the the epitome of a narcissist is someone who tries to make themselves better than the next guy, right? That's one of the traits? Yes.
0: Okay. Absolutely. So
1: that's That's something we need to assess on these shows. Is that something that comes out? Do I feel like I need to Upstage Gerald Glassford in
0: every show. You try to every day, my friend. So
1: that's see, I told you, I'm quintessential. There you go. It's quintessential narcissism. Who wants to be the best? Who wants to be the best. I know the
0: show does. This show okay. wants to be the best. When, when you want to be the best,
1: when you want to be the best of what you do, there are always those kind of comments. Now, it's only a bad thing when you don't come through. What was it that Chuck Knoll said? Uh, stubbornness is a virtue when you're right. It's only bad when you're wrong.
0: You're feeding the ego out there, people. That's all I'll say.
1: What That's What bad. did they say about Floyd Mayweather? Maywe- Floyd Mayweather could be Junior or Money Mayweather. You know, you could have said a hundred things about who that guy is. He's a creep. He's a narcissist. He's this. But every I time. I go further, Joe, but, but I don't F-
0: wish to on this show. Well, I, I, know, I know
1: what you're talking about. And you're, you're right on that, by the way. But when it came to fighting, when he's talked smack in the fighting game, fifty times he was correct, out of fifty.
0: I'm not gonna ever dispute that. I'm just gonna dispute the individual's words and very unkind things he oh, had yeah, to yeah. say.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I have no doubt there. No, it's yeah. uh, we're a flawed uh, we're a flawed species in a lot of ways. But again, uh, we're here to talk. You know we're here to we're here to entertain, and and a lot of times entertainment means pushing buttons, like pushing, pushing buttons. the like button,
0: and the yes,
1: pushing the subscribe button.
0: Yes, please like and subscribe.
1: I if- will push your button. You push our button. Be fair, guys.
0: He pushes my button all the time, whether I like it or not. <laughs> it is Joe Soro, aka Ox 1947. For the narcissist in him, please go ahead and support him today if you're in the Southern California area and you want your lawn transformed into something much more magical. What? Where, where, where do I go? Where do I go? Simblades. That's Simblades with the Y.com A big shout out to my friends at the El Cortez Hotel downtown in Las Vegas. Always great to have you there. And of course, also as well, downtown, the Run It Back store if you're into vintage Laker stuff vintage video games, clothes and action figures and a whole bunch more. So cool place to go at the container park right there, the It back store, but Joe, great to have you here. Truly appreciated. Unfortunately, the Lakers did not get a win, but we want to thank everybody for watching and listening. We will be back tomorrow, not only for the live Laker watch party, which Laker Tom was there heading things up. Always great to have him there. And also pleasure to have both his Nick, his grandson, Nick Wong, and also as well, Nick Medina, great to have him part of it as well. Big shout-out to him. And then, of course, Joe. And then we'll be back after the game. Will it be the narcissist himself? Of course it will be. Simblaze. <laughs> Did you see what John put in the comments?
1: Yeah, he loves that 69 Mega.
0: <laughs> that he does indeed. I, I'm trying to find out all these 69... John, tomatras. you got to
1: put those links in when you're alone, not on Facebook tv
0: here come on i'm trying to find out all the 69 mega handles that i could go ahead and put in timeout you know i was trying to do that during the show as well so i'm trying i'm trying to keep the 69 megas out because it's too much mega for me but once again the lakers do lose 116-102 but we'll be back tomorrow after the game playback.tv please go ahead and like wherever you can follow us wherever you can but thank you so much for watching or if you're listening to us right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.